0: Welcome back friends, it's Alyssa and Michelle and this is Ill-Natured, a true crime podcast. you're here we are very glad you're here we love that you're here we, we love, you. love that you want to take whatever long amount of episode this is to listen to us to listen to our voices yeah it makes me so happy
1: and we have so much fun i'll be special <laughs> you look at tay sorry thank you <laughs> you
0: know i love you i am special you are special everyone's special yeah sure yeah
1: okay. we love doing this though we love hanging out with, with, with each other and we love hanging out with you all um when you join us i have a case today um we're that... just jumping
0: over the pond which pond is that The very teeny pond called the uh Oh, that's With right. Alabama, Georgia. Right. What is that We're like? jumping
1: over the Chattahoochee the River. The Chattahoochee river. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee
0: never it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie.
1: We laid rubber on Georgia asphalt. Got a little something, but we never got a call. Down by the river on Friday night. Pyramid of cans and tail mood. Talking about cars and dreaming about women. Never had a plan just living for the minute. Take it away. I love the new song. Okay. <laughs> Wee, That was fun. I said, of course. Alyssa, you listen to it, and Then, if we need to cut it, or if
0: you think our listeners would appreciate a little uh, song. I don't care if you can appreciate it or not, it's staying in there. So.
1: Okay. Okay. All right, so the case I have for you all today is one that I first learned about as a teen driver. So every time me and my sister, or just me, would go to Dothan, we, my mom would remind us of this story. Um, and it is the tragic deaths of J.B. Beasley and Tracy Howlett. Um, they lived in Dothan, Alabama. Um, the girls were friends and they headed out on J.B.'s birthday to celebrate at a party around Dothan in Ozark, Alabama. If anybody knows Alabama, I'm sure you know where Ozark is. Um, So, this was August 1st of 1999. Excuse me. July 31st of 1999.
0: Oh, my Um, gosh. I was not even born yet.
1: What? You weren't.
0: Uh, I was born almost a month later. Wow.
1: How old was I? I don't know. 14? 14? Almost 15? Okay. So, the 17-year-old friends, J.B. Beasley and Tracy Howlett, um, headed out to celebrate J.B.'s birthday by going to a party near their Dothan homes in Ozark. Um, The girls at some point during their trip got lost, um, and they stopped at a gas station. That's what you did back then, because you didn't have cell phones. Uh Uh-huh. Can you imagine (laughs) going home? (laughs) I can't imagine my mom letting me go out with my friends without a cell phone. Like, what? Anyways, um, they stopped at a convenience store to ask for directions. The clerk there gave them directions. And Tracy called her mom and told her that they had gotten lost. And they were in Ozark. Um, They got their directions back towards Dothan. I can't tell. So, they had went to the party. They were headed to the party. Mm -hmm. And they got lost. Uh Uh-huh. On the way to the party. Because you didn't have... uh, GPS and all right, that. Google Maps telling you exactly where to go. And heard. so they were like, "No, let's just not go to the party. Just send, get us back home." Or they no, they were. I think they were still trying to get to the party. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they were asking for directions back to the party. I mean, it's her birthday, seventeen years old. i was just trying, trying to get there. Yeah. Trying to get their groove on. I don't know. That's Whatever. right. Whatever. On, Whatever. <laughs> um. So this lady would be the last one to ever see the girls alive. Mm. Um. The gas station clerk, she gave them directions. She saw them drive out of the parking lot and onto the highway. And that was the last time either girl was seen alive. Um, Authorities found that after the girls drove off... Oh, this next part, trigger warning. um, After they drove off, someone, and we don't know who at this time... And do they know how? Well forced them to a remote location, performed sexual acts on the girls, and shot them both and killed them. That's awful. So at some point after they left the convenience store, this one just, again, my mom used to remind me of this every time I went anywhere. You always think something like that can't happen, won't happen Right, like they were to just you, stopping at a... These were regular... Girls, teenage carefree girls. It was JB's
0: birthday. So they got back in the car at this convenience store mm-hmm. and drove off. Yes. Now, she gave him directions. Now, I want to know how this person.
1: I don't know that we will get to that in a moment. Okay. Um, I don't know exactly how much info he gave. Um, Anyway, so they were able to collect samples from their bodies, Um, so they did have a DNA profile of the person that did this. Um, So at 9 a.m. the next morning on August 1st, 1999, the girls' bodies were discovered inside the trunk of JB's car, Um, and their killer wouldn't be found until 2019. So how many years is that? You know my math. 30? Mm, no. No, golly, no, 20. 20. Excuse me, just 10 years off is all. So it would be 20 years. So everybody, that's yeah, again, well, my mom always gave me the warning because this person's still out there. Like they have not caught who did this. No idea if it was some kind of serial killer, somebody that was going to do it again. I can only imagine that those girls' friends and family were terrified. Right. And spent the next twenty years looking over their shoulder or wondering when they see somebody if that could be the person that stole their babies. Um anyway, so there was at least one suspect. Um I'm not gonna say his name, but he actually well yes I will because he tried to confess. Oh, okay. Johnny Barantine, Barentine. Um, was arrested after he implicated himself in the murders um, and claimed that he was at the crime scene. But he later told police that he made up the stories in order to get the $35,000 reward. Ew. Oh. Johnny. Wait a you... dang minute. So
0: this actual Suck. fool, this fool, thought he was going to confess to the murder and, and then give him thirty
1: five dollars Do what? He wasn't. Obviously wasn't playing with a full deck. Right? That doesn't make quite a lot of sense to me. What the hell? Not at all. What do you mean? And since they had collected DNA from the girls' bodies, that evidence cleared him in the case. So they knew that he had nothing to do with it. I just can't, y'all, with these people. Excuse me? Like, what? But this is the whole thing. We don't have a ton of little details Um, you know, like usually I can say, I can put you in the place and the crime scene and all of that. This one, we just don't have a lot because there was so much time elapsed in between when they were killed and when the killer was actually found. I'm looking now just to make sure that I didn't miss anything. As you all know, I'm doing kind of bullet points now. I'm not writing everything I say out on paper. So I'm hoping that it's going to flow a little easier every time. But I can't make any promises to you wonderful peeps. We all know that Melissa does the deep dives, and I can't help it. I have to get all the the uh... just a little side note. Have we already talked about the Debbie Collier case? I know. Well Ooh, it's going on right now. I'm gonna cover it eventually. Who's that? Look it up. It's a lady. I think it's North Georgia. Um, she died under very strange circumstances. Oh, that's right y'all okay so I've got an interview that I forgot to put in my notes but I wanted to mention something about um the website is thursdayreview.com where the girls sisters spoke out and kind of did an interview um and the sisters of both of these girls were heartbroken obviously um but they did this interview with Thursday review in the hopes of shedding new light on the case and promoting awareness of the case. All right. So this is what one of JB's sisters says about her. Um, she was humble. She had a beautiful heart and an undying passion for dance. She was very talented and did well at everything. She tried. She had a smile that would light up a room. Oh y'all. Oh man. Her other sister said, her other sister Jo Beth said, she was beautiful inside and out. No matter what was going on, she was always happy. She could brighten up your day without saying a word. Mm. She loved country music. Um, JV loved tanning, dancing, teaching, shopping, and hanging out with her family and friends. Um, she was busy, she was always doing something. Oh goodness. Oh y'all. I'm going to cry. Alyssa, are you feeling teary? So the interviewer asked growing up sisters tend to have to give their younger siblings advice. What is something that JB taught you? And Jackie, one of her sisters said, I remember a time when a friend of mine was being bullied at school and it really bothered her. I asked JB what I should do about it. She told me to always stick up for my friends and that if it was, if it was her friend, she would have done something about it. No. Jo Beth, J.B.'s other sister, said the most important thing I learned from her was to never be unhappy. Despite some of the negative things re- we grew up with, J.B. always showed us the positive in it. She made sure we were always having fun. Aww. Oh, y'all. Oh, my gosh. All right. Anyway, I'm crying over here. So, again, that was interviews from... JB Sisters on ThursdayReview.com. And it makes me sad. This case just gives me the worst feeling. The worst feeling. Okay, so we had the one suspect. Um, so let's fast forward to March of 2019. Okay. DNA linked a Dothan man. So this man lived in Dothan. He was a truck driver named Coley McCraney. To the girls' murders. Um, He was arrested and charged. DNA that was found on their bodies was matched to McCraney through genetic genealogy. That's crazy. It's amazing. I can't wait to talk about
0: um, the Golden State Killer and how that fool was Mm caught.
1: Yeah. It's nuts. Don't kill people, okay? (laughs) Because you will be caught. Yeah. Like, yeah this fool has
0: been walking around for well, almost twenty years thinking he was I just away with it if
1: he He's... has done it again. again? oh, he know I... like like I don't think everybody everybody that kills does it. you know what I mean becomes a serial killer. Oh, what was the purpose? Like what is the purpose?
0: These seem like total strangers to him. yeah so that seems
1: very. Yeah, and most I guess you know if you look at other cases, once uh, they've done it once, it usually escalates into a more intense. Especially crime if he's or, like
0: attacking like strangers. Like most people start out with people they know, right? Crime of passion, yep, anger, something like that. Right. This is just rant. Two,
1: two he's girls. Not, he saw something. He two wanted. girls. Yep, that's very bold too. Yep. I just can't imagine whether, I get caught in my head, y'all. I'm sorry. Let me come back to this. Okay, so genetic genealogy. um, Investigators had submitted the DNA they had from the murders to a genealogical database. And they they located this fool by mapping his family tree and identifying his relatives. So crazy. I love when, I also can't believe they did that in both of them. I mean, Dothan's
0: big, but, like, it's weird that it's, like,
1: to. Yes, right. Um, McCraney is from Ozark and lived in Dothan prior to his arrest. So, Ozark is close to Dothan. Well, I was also briefly reading over this, and I don't know if you're going to get to it, but I saw that he didn't live but, like, a quarter of a mile from
0: where, like, the vehicle was found or something. Yeah.
1: Sick. Um, He had no criminal record.
0: Yeah, except for what? Like, it's something like a traffic. Uh, I saw it was, like, right. a traffic thing. that was Right. Like,
1: which is bananas. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this fella. Tell
0: me about this can. I don't, even know, that we can, I don't
1: even know that we can call him a human at this point. Alyssa, well, so don't let me forget. i got to tell you all my sources. I meant to do it at the beginning, but we'll do it at the end. Okay. Or I'll, we can just link them.
0: Yeah, if you give me the links, I'll just link them. I'm just going to we'll start link them I up. think that's
1: good. We don't take it to You time. know it up. You uh, know it up. Know it up. <laughs> You know it up. Alright, so March of twenty nineteen, Coley McCraney was forty-five years old. Um they matched his DNA through his family tree, it's bonkers. But he was charged for the murder and rape of the girls. Um the fact that he lives so close, it's crazy. All right, guys, I'm looking through my um website I had saved. Y'all just bear with me. Okay. So McCraney, 45 years old, he worked as a truck driver. Um, he served in the military at one point, but he was taken into custody without incident during a traffic stop. Um, And I don't know, authorities hadn't said at this point that he had confessed, um, but he faced five counts of murder and one count of rape. The Dale County District Attorney, Kirk Adams, said that he would face the death penalty if convicted. They did not have a motive when they arrested him. Some of the things, obviously, they aren't telling us. It doesn't look like there was nobody else involved in the murder, so he did it alone. Like I said, I just don't think we have a whole ton of backstory on the actual.
0: Yeah, act. I was trying to find like how, I just really don't understand like how he even got them in the
1: first place. Did they stop again? They may, maybe they pulled over on the side of the road and were trying to get their bearings. I mean, they weren't Googling, but. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Um, like, they had to have stopped or, like, did he, like, chase that's them what, down? That's what I don't think like... we are going to know this unless he tells us. And nothing that I've read through so far says that he told anything. Um, the police say that they don't believe DNA lies. I'm going to have to agree in this case because he also lived so close. Yeah. Like, if his DNA had matched and he lived, had always lived, you know, in New York, then it wouldn't be a whatever. But... Again, he has a very clean record, they say. Um, There is also no indication that he knew the girls before he raped and murdered them. Um, He is a family man, blue collar worker. Um, He was also known in some circles as a man of God with a military background. Yeah, maybe he asked for forgiveness. I don't know. Um, other sources have told WDHN, it's a Dothan um, newscast. That's where one of my articles is coming from. Sources told them that he was a pastor. But yeah, that's what, uh, I don't know. Yikes. Um, how can you change? How can you come back from murdering two innocent girls? To yeah, it's just be an, not, I, I'm not something. I, not I, that something, different. but now the news folks at WDHN could never actually connect him with the church. Um, maybe he was doing like I don't know, garage sermons, or
0: maybe he was um one of those pastors that fill in just sometimes.
1: Right, right, right. right. Maybe yeah. Maybe like mm-hmm. a he could be a deacon, um, apostle. Too. What? Okay. Some people in churches are called apostles. I'm thinking about, uh, anyway. But again, we don't really know anything about, know a ton about him. Okay, so I'm kind of going to backtrack just a little bit. She's got her Um,
0: head on street right now. Sort of. Still <laughs> so a little
1: sideways. Um, but a little more about our suspect. And I keep forgetting his first name. His last name is McCraney. Coley. Ma- Coley. Why? McCraney. Why is no one ready? That's what I always think of. Do you know what movie that's from? No. Stop it. The Devil Wears Prada. <gasps> I Why love that no movie. Why is ready? I have I love that movie. I just yes. haven't seen it enough to know that was from that. But anyways. Continue. So, Coley McCraney, the man that murdered these two innocent girls, um, we don't have a ton of info on him, but I did dig up a little bit more, um, he lived less than a mile from where the girls' bodies were found, in the trunk of JB's car, um, yeah, unfortunately, this is actually an ongoing trial, and so we really don't know. I'm hoping maybe some new info will come out. Yeah. On once the trial's complete, and then maybe we can do a, like a, a little update. Because we'll definitely update and tell you yes on the outcome of the case, which seems cut and dry to me. But we know how that is.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he's got DNA linked, but. We'll see,
1: won't we? We will see. Um, a little bit more about him. Um, in 1998, McCraney was sued in a paternity suit.
0: I saw that. And
1: kind of ironic, one day before the murders, on July 30th of 1999, he was ordered to submit his DNA by a judge um, to determine the paternity. It didn't go into any kind of database, unfortunately. Oh. Um, or they would have found him. A lot freaking sooner. A lot sooner. Um, I think I already said this, but he doesn't have, didn't, doesn't have a criminal record in Alabama. So, he would not have been required to submit DNA into a national criminal database. So, this, I'm not real sure what happens to the DNA after the paternity test. Like, they throw it away. I'm not sure. Don't log it,
0: I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But there's no reason for it to go into a criminal database because... He hadn't committed any crimes. Um, he was a truck driver for over 20 years mm-hmm. in Alabama. Yeah, so was, he was registered as a truck driver.
0: Which is crazy because we just talked about Samuel
1: Little. Right. Because he's a truck driver or no? No, I thought I he was. sneaking I know. It's just so crazy that he was just a career thief. You've confused me into thinking he's a truck driver. He's a truck, truck driver, driver. Because he bounced around so <laughs> much. <laughs> is why? Like, who? Uh, all he's doing is. Petty theft, and he can afford to travel all over the country. Do what? Anyways, okay, Same so a little ugh. But this guy actually was, in fact, a, <laughs> a truck, truck driver. Truck driver. Um, so married. That's scary. Yeah, married his second wife in 2001. This was after he had killed the girls. Ugh. And she was a Dothan public school employee. Um, when they were married, he does have children with his second wife. Yeah a family man. He was in, even involved in local churches around Dothan and Ozark, if you can even fathom. Um He, just a few facts about his involvement in churches. He incorporated a nonprofit religious ministry in 2013, and he is listed as Bishop and co-founder of HOG. H-O-G. is an acronym yeah. for Heart of Goal. Not gold, but like goals. Yeah, G O A L on the group's Facebook page. So like, not just a church attendant; he was hands on, all up in the ministry. Yeah, um, the hog was a ministry where they this group went around to different churches. So they didn't seem to have like one church; they went went around to different churches and gave messages and such. Um.
0: So, kind of like, well, it's not like missionaries, but like, kind of like religious really they travel oh, different. just like entertainers. Oh, okay.
1: Because like they would sing and stuff. Oh.
0: But they traveled to different, like Churches. during like
1: revivals and probably in That's stroke. Right. Okay, yes. Okay. Yes. Revivals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, again, ongoing trial. That's why I'm missing huge chunks of info yeah i feel like we should have on Um, the trial was set to begin remember he was arrested in 2019 the trial was set to begin in 2020 but then as we all know covid happened yeah um and so the courts delayed it a year so it should have started in 2021 but we all know that the covid hung around for a little while yeah and Um, it was still scaring people and that's right and I'm sure jurors were using it as excuses to not show up to get yeah. out of jury duty because I mean, you know, I feel you. Um, <laughs> but the trial officially began in May of 2022. This year, this year, um, there's been some drama with it, but the, the last dramatic happening was just in August. Um, the trial was finally happening, jury selection. Was beginning, mm-hmm. um, but nobody showed up.
0: Yeah, it was like seventy five. I like, well, like it was 250
1: yeah. It was two fifty. Um, so yeah, nobody showed up, and of the ones who did, I read that some of them with they lived in the area or had prior knowledge about the case. Mm-hmm. You biased. know, right? So there just there wasn't enough jurors for the trial to happen. Um. So, it has been rescheduled again. We don't ah. know when it will conclude. Um, I feel like they need to, like, bring in jurors from a different... They can't do state, can they? Like, a different county, at least. Yeah. Or get young people that don't know about the case, you know? Which I guess you can't... I don't know how jury selection works. Um, I, don't just, either. I don't I don't know. I don't know. But, so... I thought the story was feeling incomplete and it's because it is incomplete. Yep. We don't know if he's going to tell us <coughs> anything about how he well, did it from what I read from
0: what I read he's still claiming he's innocent. So
1: Yeah. So apparently he's not going to confess anytime soon. It's just too uh what do you all think? I mean, I think that in this case, his DNA seals the deal.
0: I mean, I feel like that's pretty Just because and he lives, DNA.
1: So, lives so and he, close. Yeah, he was, a mile, I mean, he
0: was a mile from where they were found.
1: And you hear stories about this. Not everybody who kills continues to kill. You know? Yeah. I don't know. If we could just... No, it'll be great. But we will give you guys an update. And I'm sorry that was a little muddled. Um, <sighs> the bullet point points aren't really points. working out so well for me, so I'll remedy that for my next case. Um, it's just sad. And guys, listen to your moms. You know, people people get killed going out to celebrate the birthdays. And that's awful. You know, there are plenty of men out there who target women because we're women and, and we're alone. That's right. And vulnerable. And it's it's very sad. But now make sure you always have your phone with you and make sure it's always charged. Okay. Yeah. Which around here we deal with so many no service areas. It's like. ridiculous. If these girls had had cell phones, it probably wouldn't have worked out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, For real. But everybody just make note, JB Beasley and Tracy Howlett, and remember these beautiful souls that were taken way too soon.
0: Way too soon.
1: Um, And we'll be giving you an update as soon as we have one. Um, And thank you to our listener who reminded me of this case. She sent me a Facebook message and let me know that they had a suspect. And I hadn't thought about this case in a long time. I didn't even know about it. So. Yeah. Pretty cool. Not pretty cool. cool, but like. No, no, no. But thank you for Bringing it to our attention. Everybody, do it. And Tell you us for all your questions Yes, you I love to interact to with our listeners, so yes. please continue. And this one, once we... I mean, who knows how long it'll be before we have an update, but I'll do another full-length episode and kind of hopefully we'll learn something new um, about the events that night and kind of the timeline. What um, transpired. That's right, for sure. But we thank you so much for listening. You guys are just... The best. Thank you to our um, listeners in Australia. Let me tell y'all. I was thinking Tennessee. about this
0: today. My little girl loves Bluey. And I love Bluey. Me too. For real. It's for but real. we were thinking about that. I was like watching it today with her and I was like, oh, I love Bluey. I love Australia. Australia seems to love us because we've got 2% of them. Okay. So Stop. I just shout out to Australia.
1: We love you. Oh, I'd love
0: to visit Australia. But, Anyways, so, as mm-hmm. always, you need to follow us on the Instagram. At Pod. Like us uh, or, or join the Facebook group. podcasts. We have a TikTok.
1: At ill-natured-pod.
0: Oh. um, And, you know, if you'd like to send us case suggestions or, you know, your thoughts, whatever, mm-hmm. business
1: inquiries, you know, what else, yeah. You need to email us. At, wait, illnaturedpod at Yahoo.com. I'm so sorry. Right.
0: That's okay. But I got it right. That's right. I'm proud of you. Um so yeah, I think that's it for today. Right, reviews, subscribe, please.
1: Please Um, on
0: whatever platform you are listening
1: to us. Listen in Tuesdays at midnight. Right. Um, we love being in your ears. Or whenever you want to. Yeah. We'll be here.
0: So um we will catch you guys on the flip side. Peace.